Hello and welcome again to Empire. I'm Pete Barenberg. Along with me always is my brother, CEO and founder of Pure Well, Nick DeFrancesco. How you doing, sir? I don't think I could be any better right now, uh, Pete. I'm going to just say, learn to love it. Uh, Empire is one of the best podcasts going today, and it's because of guests that we have on, just like the special person we have going on today. So, without any further ado, please tell us who we got, Pete. Hailing out of North Carolina, approximately standing at six foot one, weighing two hundred and forty-three pounds, the jet flying, limo riding, Rolex wearing, diamond ring blinging, sixteen-time world wrestling heavyweight champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Gotta get that. Good. You. <laughs> and the so, Chad Bronstein. The so, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. His intro was driving. Well, of course. <laughs> the 48 Tierra driving. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks for being on, Chad, of course, and uh, Nature Boy. Um, Rick, I just wanted to ask you, um, you know, just figure we get into it. Um, you just competed in what was billed as your last match a few weeks back. Aside from all that you've accomplished in, in your run in WWE, talk to us about what it meant to you to have this retirement match booked with a great undercard by the legendary Jim Crockett Promotions, where your historic career really took off? Um, well, it meant a lot, but it, it, I didn't realize that it would do, like it would take off like it did. Does that make sense? Yeah. We were there the same weekend that, that Summer um, SummerSlam was, and uh, I didn't hear one thing for a month before I got there about SummerSlam. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm and I followed. Does that make sense? I followed WWE, obviously. Of course, and, yeah. Um, it just get got a lot of press. I think it was the number one rated thing on ESPN for like a month, the highest rated uh, whatever they call it segment or whatever they call those uh, they put on ESPN for, for the whole year. So, you know, when you think about Tiger Woods stories and stuff like that, and to be in that, uh, to be looked at in that light is pretty damn. I, I, I was really happy with it. You know, it's funny, and I, I meant to bring this out, but. I go to 30 and 30, right? To, to look at your special, you did a couple, four years ago on ESPN. And every other one of them, 299, 299, 299. Ric Flair, 699. The only one in seven seasons. I mean, everybody I talk to say, hey, you know, Rick's going to jump on the show. And I mean, everybody, all age groups, woo! That's all they say. I mean, everybody knows who you are. You're a legend. And, and I think that's why, right? I mean, that's the testament of what you brought to wrestling back then and brought it all the way to a few weeks ago. And uh, no one did it like you. So, so you know, and I think that's why. I was saying uh, with Rick, I got to, when we first did Rick Fair Drip, me and Rick were flying to, me, Kelly and Rick were flying to California. And it's right on the time where uh, Evil Documentary came out uh, for WWE with Rick. And I got to sit on the plane um, and I love Rick as much as you guys love Rick, uh, just like you said. So I'm getting to watch the evil documentary with Rick. And, um, I think that for me, that was an experience that, you know, you don't forget. So and real. he's like, she's like, Chad, you, what do you think? What do you think? I'm like, I think it's, you lived a pretty fucking amazing life, pretty amazing life. <laughs> right. Uh, right. besides that, take out all the partying and the fun and all that stuff. Like the inspiring parts of Rick are the parts where you learn about when he's 18 years old he gets in a uh, total airplane accident and two people die 
he comes out uh, with, you know, broken neck and back and he rest, said never to wrestle again and he wrestles again. And those are the things for me like that, you know, about Rick that you, you learn about him. You're like, this, if, this guy is a machine and an inspiration because most people would give up, you know, many times of stuff. So like that's, those are moments for me that I remember outside of all the fun that Rick brings, like you learn a lot about him and um, about what he's done and accomplished that inspire anybody, you know? I mean, the other thing is, is uh, got hit by lightning. They came down his umbrella, ended up hitting someone behind. I mean, just like the oh. stories are insane. Um, that, that was really a bad one. Yeah, I mean, of course. Um, and and Chad, even you a receipt. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Chad, um, you know, I wanted to ask you. You know, we've had you on several of our cannabis radio shows to talk about the collaboration with Hall of Fame boxing legend Mike Tyson. How did this new collaboration with Ric Flair come together? So I, I, me and Rick do a lot of interviews together, so I'll just keep repeating the stories, but uh, in a good way. But uh, Rick and I, so I, I never forget this day. Some, I don't, I was uh, on my boat, and someone's like, "Oh, you're next to neighbors with Ric Flair." I'm like, uh, "Really? Ric Flair's my next neighbor?" And I, I see his boat coming in with woo across the. Oh my god! That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, I don't want to bother Rick because I don't really bother. I try not to bother people that you know get bothered all the time. So we share the same um, guy that works on both of our boats. His name's Andy. And uh, I, I said, hey, Andy, when, you know, when Rick's not bothered and he has a minute, I'd love to talk to him. So I wait. My son is six years old. Big, big Rick Flair fan. Big Charlotte Flair fan. His daughter. Big wrestling fan. So me and my son walk up to say hi to Rick. And I said, Rick, I want to talk to you. Let's, we, we, we need to have lunch. And he probably thought I was crazy, right? <laughs> When I saw Rick, the minute I was like, I can create a brand um, with Rick Flair. Like I, I, he's a marketing genius. You, Pete, you did the introduction from on the show. He's trademarked all those. I knew I can, we can build something. Pete, you know, also said everyone knows who he is, and so we're like, let's go. And Rick's like, he's like cannabis. I never thought about it. Uh, been approached about it, but that's the story. Um, and now we're family. You know, we've had a great, we've had a really great run at this for the past six months building this. Now, of course, and this is obviously a passion for us because, you know, you're talking about cannabis and hemp and, and say, so I say it with a tear in my eye. Um, when you said that the Ric Flair drip cannabis was announced, you said, Rick said that he discovered the benefits of cannabis later in life and was overwhelmed by how it helped elevate the mind and heal the body. So talk to us a little bit about how you got into cannabis and are you surprised you would ever get behind your own line of cannabis? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised now. I wish I had earlier, but then again, it, you don't run into a Chad Bronstein every day. And I true. Approach Very true. Years ago when it was, still wasn't, you know, people weren't 100% on board. And now I just think it's been in the last three or four years that everybody, it's just recognized as being something that is, is as helpful medically as it is uh, nice recreationally. So um, for me, it got me off Xanax. Ambient, thank god, yeah. I read about I that. No, I have no problem. Anybody tells you in my business, I haven't taken an ambient or Xanax, is lying to you. <laughs> we used to wrestle 380 times a year and 365 days, or actually 455 one year for me. Jeez, I took Xanax at night to sleep and an ambient on, on international flights. But I mean, I, I don't think it's, that's a crime, not a crime to do it, it's a prescription. But once you're on the Xanax, it's very difficult to get off it. So, um 
but with the uh, Canada's product, I just did it gradually and it doesn't exist anymore for me. So it was it something that you took before? I'm sorry, Pete, did you want to say something? No, I just thought that oh. was amazing. It is amazing. And that's why I kind of want to dig into this a little bit. Were you, I mean, did you smoke when you were younger? Is it something that you ever really had part of your... I, well, I, I, I just started smoking again um, since I started, since I met Chad. I didn't okay. smoke when I was younger. No, I did a couple of times in college, but, I, you know, I just, I wish I had. I probably wouldn't have drank <laughs> <laughs> The best is when the but psychiatrist I was, like, was like, sitting. I did both, so. <laughs> it was the best when the psychiatrist was sitting started to lay down at the end of the episode after you were like 10 beers and five drinks for 20 yeah. years straight but yeah, no, yeah. but but what i'm asking is is it something that you smoke do you do edibles is it topical i mean have you tried a lot of different types of I've things tried, in i've tried everything yeah yeah that uh, i don't need that i don't have any aches or pains but i know the topical things work because i have friends that use them so um but i can i can then I'm testify about the edibles making you relax and, and fall asleep at night. They just knock you out. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Sleep tight. Right, that's what I was going to ask you. What's the difference you, you feel? Sleep. It's, 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 it's very healthy. And uh, I, mean, I, feel, I have no discomfort. I don't wake up. Some people wake up, you know, like in a, in a little droggy, but I'm, they, you know, like with anything else, you have to adjust, you have to adjust the dosage or the amount you know, by your body weight or whatever you can accommodate. But um, I sleep great with it. And once again, I don't it's, I don't have to go get my Xanax prescription refilled or my Ambien. So now you were using, obviously, Xanax during the day, Ambien at night. But even no, no, during... Xanax, oh, no. no. No, no, just during it at night for both of them. Oh, just at night. Okay, because I was going to ask you... I could you, never take a Xanax during the day. Just the one-two punch. I don't... Oh, well, that's a pretty powerful punch. The reason why I'm asking is because I didn't know if you were using it for any type of anxiety during the day as well as just well, the I sleep got issues. On it because of anxiety in 89. Okay. When Jim Hurd right. was driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's. The first it's time I heard the word old. <laughs> oh, my God. And they wanted me to become Spartacus. So. <laughs> Oh, that would have been an interesting gimmick. Yeah, it, no, it started out as an anxiety thing, but then after a while, I just, it's just, you know, you know, I'm, I'm the last one to, to plug it for anybody, but I'm, I'm not, I can't deny that I've taken it. Um, but I would now that I'm more than explored with and more, more, more talk more uh, with more um, knowledge about the cannabis, I would re recommend it all day long. And. It's just it's just really nice to hear from somebody of your stature and, and to actually say this. And, and this was one of the reasons I was so excited, obviously, to talk to you um, for many reasons, of course, uh, childhood idol. But um, but also the fact of how, what cannabis has done for you and how it's changed your life. And and that's what people need to hear more of. Because there's still that stigma, Rick. You know, still people mm -hmm. don't want to associate themselves with cannabis or all cannabis just gets you high and it doesn't. And that's why I asked you if you ever tried topicals. Because even, you know, I mean, look, we just watched her last match. Obviously taking, uh, taking a beating in, inside the ring. Um, well, hey, I, oh, I, I don't understand. I have tried them, but I, I, don't, I don't have really extra pains to complain about. Does that make wow. sense? Wow. That's insane. So I'm, I'm, I'm Guys, Rick trained. I have friends that use it like crazy. They Rick trained three days a week. Rick trained. I I was in Tampa. Rick was training twice to three times a day, 
more than and enduring more <laughs> endurance than a 30 year old or 25 year old like he he was he was he was killing it in the gym so he's in pretty amazing shape oh he definitely looked it that's for sure and, oh, and, no, he, and he has more energy than i do he has more energy than most people <laughs> most people uh do so uh you know hard to I'm keep lucky, up with. I'm, I'm very lucky that you know I, I hate to even discuss this but when that doctor told me he said well you know i i'm not gonna tell you you can't wrestle I, I wouldn't recommend it after i broke my back you know and then after a while he said well you know one, one way to find out give it a try right <laughs> but he said, I mean, he said i'll tell you right now he said you won't be able to walk when you're 40. i mean you'll be you'll be that have that much discomfort meaning arthritis Boy, was he wrong? Here I am. You know what I was thinking? I mean, I was just thinking this today. I'm, I, you I'm know, blessed. I'm gifted, blessed, guys, really blessed. Not only I think that would lead also to your blessing is that you kept yourself in shape, right? I think that don't I've not many worked on hard, yeah. Right, you, yeah, you partied hard, and everybody knows that, and everything. <laughs> but the truth is, is, is that you always hit the gym like a maniac every day. And you always took care of your body. And I think that's a good testament to anyone. Not to say that, you know, you should have 10 beers and five drinks every day for 20 years or whatever. But what I'm saying is, is that that probably has helped significantly just to keep you, your muscles, your joints. Four beers, five drinks, and three glasses of wine. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. We're cutting back. We're cutting back. And more cannabis now. Two hands, though. Hey. And I roll one now. Right, right, right. Just use the tube as a straw. So, so, Chad, so tell us, how did you introduce Rick to the products you're creating? Uh, and then which products did you cre uh, introduce him to? So, actually, Rick was part of the process. So, Rick and his business partner, Kelly, came down to uh, Chicago, and we uh, spent um, – a full day at Verano's offices, which is our partner. Um, okay. And Rick got to see his products firsthand and be a part of the product um, development. Uh, you know, one thing that we've always wanted to do, Rick and I, um, when we met, was uh, Rick loved uh, the edible side of it, right, as he discussed. So we're creating Woo Choos. So Woo Choos will be on a market um, pretty, pretty soon. Uh, October will be our first drop, October 6th. We dropped California um, already with cookies in California with Rick Flair Drips, uh, vapes and products and uh flowers and now with verona we'll be in 11 states um or and we're all together in 13 states with rick so rick becomes the second largest brand from a national footprint behind tyson so tyson's in 20 states right now rick's in 13 we'll continue to expand um rick internationally as well um but it's you know everything rick set a part of so we choose uh we're doing um flower products uh we have our rick flair drip uh, pre-rolls um, we're going to be live resin, dabbing. Uh, I think we'll also have a um, erectile dysfunction uh, uh, product as well. So there's a there's a lot of products coming out. So we're very excited about it. <laughs> hey, for the listeners that cannot hear see I, this I, right I, now, I can, Rick, I can sell that. I can sell that shit for you. <laughs> Rick, Rick's hands are up. <laughs> He's hearing the women go Mickey's mouse, right? <laughs> Woo! Um, so, so yeah, and uh, we're you know mm -hmm. October sixth will be in Arizona, so we're doing a tour. So one thing that's I, I said this on every interview we have, and Rick will agree with me, but Rick's Rick's travel Rick doesn't know like me. He knows the road. He's traveled a lot. He's uh, he, he's traveled three hundred sixty five days, as he said. So we're not going to go crazy like we need. Rick needs to have a life, but we'll be on uh, we're going to Arizona on October sixth. Be in Nevada the day after California. 
And um, we'll be showing up to dispensaries, 1980s white limousines, you know, just true to brand, limousine oh, yeah. riding. Jet uh, flying. Jet flying. Alligator uh, shoes. Alligator shoes. <laughs> That's the best. And we'll and we'll uh, we'll be uh, out in market. So our pro- I mean, the one thing about Tyson 2.0 and type with Mike and Rick, our products are good products. They we, you can always sell a product, and someone will come in and want to buy it. But it's the flower and the pre the quality of what we're doing as well that keeps retention coming. And so I, I think that you know you got guys like Rick and Mike that are super involved, that are showing up, that consumers can talk to, give their feedback to. Whereas a lot of other celebrity brands. They're not doing that. They're not showing up like we do. And I think that it's it's not celebrity brands here. It's it's actually business partners and running real brands. And I think that's what people try to, you know, say shit about. Oh, these are gimmick. What we're doing is it's not. We're we're the high we're we're the fastest growing brands in the space. And you know, so I just think that's something to call out. All right. Well, proving it with the product and not just you yeah. know a face to someone being there or not there, as you said. You know, Chad, I don't know if you same thing with 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 Purewell. I don't know how much you know about us or whatever, but that's that's what we do. Obviously, we're on the hemp side. You're on the cannabis side. But um, that's what how we got our name. Right. Putting out a quality product, doing what we have to. Education is key. Building those relationships. Now, we're obviously a lot more medical focused. But the truth is, is that that's so important in a space that needs that it's not just about the celebrity it's not about it's not the quality of the product that's going to set you apart from anything else that's out there obviously like rick was saying know what you take know how much to take um but it's really going with the companies that are going to have your best interest in heart and not just push a product on you because of a name so um that being said i mean let's talk about some of these names here i mean we've got uh you know, it's the, you got vape cartridges. Obviously, you have flour. You have edibles, pre rolls. Um, a lot of the sayings, including you know, the Nature Boy, uh, Champion Cannabis, and Wrestling All Star, and of course the uh, the Woo Choose, which uh, so tell us what makes them very distinct, though. You know, I know you were saying about the quality, but is there something specific about the strains or or sure. what you're well, the profile yeah, that you're going after. I think each each strain, just like you guys know, like obviously a sativa, indica, hybrid, they all have different effects, right? So right, each of course. part of what we're doing, it will be a different effect that matches the mood, right? When I did when we did this, why I want to do this with Rick is like Rick, everything Rick talks about is a mood. Like limousine riding is a mood, right? right. You gotta oh, you're, sure. you're creating a mood, right? Yeah. Uh, Rick I can't speak for myself, but for Rick for his kiss stealing mood. I don't know what that mood is, but that's Rick's <laughs> mood, right? So everything that every strain we do that we create is going to be relevant to something that of uh, one of our marketing um, or we call it, it will have a mood based to that strain. I think that's that's the unique differentiation for us. Perfect. No, and and, and that's that's kind of what we wanted to hear. Of course, it's the terpene files. I, well, I can say that. I'll give you an example. The the, uh, the samples that I've been able to bring back. Or, or wherever I've been, I've given to other people that, that have tried other stuff, and they think Mike's stuff and my stuff blows everything else they've ever tried away. And, I, and that's, I think that's the best way that I, I get a read on it. That I mean, sense. yeah, I mean, Absolutely. On the, on the Tyson, Rick's product's going out to market now, but like Joe Rogan on his podcast pulled out our product and smoked it, right? Uh, a lot of other people. <laughs> proactively are smoking the product because they like it, you know? So it's, uh, it's, like I said, Mike Bites, you know, edible ears, they're the hottest selling edible and they're good. Like Rick's had them, I've had them multiple times and talk about knocking you out to go to sleep. It's, it does, right? 
and the and the and the wuchus will be the similar very uh you know very quality similar uh edible with you know certain effects to it so i think um yeah like rick said our, our products are really well um you know well done and you know we're doing we're, we focus on that we don't want to be a one and done brand yeah absolutely it's sustainability and and again building the brand based on quality and having the right people behind it but at the end of the day you could have anybody you want if the product isn't what you say it is or it's not what the people feel that's what's gonna that's gonna dictate the market for you so we love to hear that rick i gotta ask you something because um i want to ask you about the state of professional wrestling today Without Vince McMahon running WWE, I feel like the idea of sports entertainment that brought us superstars like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, and The Undertaker is changing to a product that diehard wrestling fans will love. Uh, do you think that wrestling promoters know what it takes to build wrestlers that will fill stadiums in the future and live up to the global level of like a Ric Flair? Well, I think what... Well, here's the thing. What's happening right now is like you know they're talking about rebuilding. Like an example, the they're calling. You know, I'm thinking of different NFL teams that are like in a rebuilding phase, or baseball teams, or hockey. I mean that that rebuilding phase applies to wrestling as well too. There are so many guys that you know are household names that are gone now. I mean, Taker, Hunter, Sean, myself, Rock, Stone Cold. I mean. And it takes a while. It doesn't. You, you don't become a household name in a year or a, two years or three years. You really don't. I mean, because not that many people. There's too many, too many other things to watch on TV. You don't get seven, eight ratings anymore like we used to in the '80s and '90s. You know, if you get two, but the WWE um, with Vince McMahon right now, they've um, they brought up some some of the younger people, and they're and and then they're do, they're doing great. You know, and to, Know, we'll see where they are in three years. So it's a rebuilding process right now, I think, for the company. And you've got, you know, some of the big name people are are just part times right now, like Roman and uh, Rock are part time. Um, so I mean, it's just they're the like I would say they're the two premier names of the of the guys division. Randy's out right now with a back injury. Yeah. Orton's the best worker, but I mean. And uh, my daughter, who's probably the best performer, is uh, out right now for a while, waiting to come back. They're kind of figuring out a new game plan for her. And uh, uh, Sasha's gone. So it's provided an opportunity for new people to come along, uh, whether they will accomplish what the established people over the years have or not. Is, that's to be uh, you know determined by you guys. I, I, I'm too harsh a critic. So I is there any of these new guys that you that you really like and or see a sparking that you think could could be the next uh, you know uh, the next guy being uh, you know getting over? Um, yeah, there's a couple guys. I mean, I, I I hate to just single out, but I I think they're all doing a good job. But it, it, it's not what they're doing right now; it's what they're doing three years from now. Does that make sense? So the yeah, building I process. Mean, it's it's kind of like in, in wrestling. I think now we're. Um, I mean, you look at Albert Pujols, right? He's still knocking him out for the Cardinals, right? I mean, people yeah, are like in the nostalgia. I mean, Chad really appreciates. I don't know if he watched it as much today, but when Chad heard the Undertaker was in Orlando, he said, "Man, I'm going over to meet the Undertaker." So, I think Chad followed a different time frame too. But now his son, my son, following him. What's going on every week with the Look, I was talking. I was talking to your. I, 
So I was talking to uh, Ashley yesterday, Rick's daughter, and she yeah. asked me, like, I, I mean, I, I grew up loving wrestling, I'm sure as you guys did, but then I fell off because I, you know, you, I didn't have the time at that certain time. Yeah. And then my son brought me back, right? And, he, and <laughs> you go and you're like, you go and you watch it. And I was talking about this with my wife. I was saying it's, it's still very entertaining. And whether you know it's going to outcome or not, it's like there's no show like it. We went to WrestleMania with Rick and in uh, Dallas and his daughter was uh, fighting uh, wrestling Ronda Rousey. I took Juliana Pena, UFC champ with me and Rick. Uh, and there's no, there's no question that it's one of the most entertaining shows and they put on the best show. Um, I do think though, however, whether you're my son who's six years old or me, I do think the era of Undertaker, Ric Flair, um, Diamond Dallas Page, who's good friends with Rick, all these people is like, those are the era that I think people still, you know, they love that era. Like WrestleMania brought Steve Austin back, you know, Undertaker back. And you never see crowds go that wild. When you're with Rick, Rick wasn't there wrestling there. But if you go to uh, Rick's autograph signings, it's it's mayhem. And I think that people you bring okay. it, it goes back to the nostalgic value of when Rick and Mike do to people is they bring back a lot of good memories from your um, and because you just you didn't get that kind of entertainment anywhere else. But, um, and so I think uh, wrestling is pretty, it's crazy popular right now. But the, I think the uh, era yeah, of I'll Rick, give you guys an example. Who's the, light, who's the light heavyweight champion of the world right now? Boxing. I, I was just, I was about to go somewhere, but go ahead. Exactly. Who is it? No, right, exactly. No, who's the light heavyweight champion of the world right now? And I, and I know sports and I don't know who it is. Who's the middleweight champion? Welterweight, I know Terrence Crawford. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm middleweight. Yeah, no, no. Who's the heavyweight champion? Tyson Fury is a heavyweight. No, guys, Fury. Okay, yeah, cool. Fury just won. Well, I, I was just with Roy Jones Jr. this weekend, and then and with George Foreman and Michael Spinks and all these guys. And I think I was just thinking, <clears throat> they're never going to see any Roy Jones Jr. Well, they'll never see another guy like that. You know, he, Mike almost killed him, and that, that was bad. But it just because Mike is still a powerhouse, you know. And, yeah. You know, I I'm always worried about stuff like that. But he's had a great time with him. But if you, if you ever saw him compared to some of the guys today, it just you know, it's like Muhammad Ali. I mean, how these guys and Mike, you know, another one. I I I don't say I'm like that, but I I, I myself and a few other guys have got that level of name recognition from wrestling totally different but it's it's very combative and very physical and very difficult whether it's predetermined or not you still go out there and do it hard you know what i mean you have to be extremely athletic like if you watch that if you yeah. watch rick like he's doing a somersault on the ropes then laying on his feet like it's i still say like it may be fake but it's fuck i mean it's hard like it's it's uh, it's uh, i was see, saying that today i was going this is in- we yeah, we've seen people who say fake. They get they could say quick. fake. Well, it was the best back in the day with 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 Rick and Sally ja- uh, Sally uh, Jesse Raphael, and they're like, fa- she's like, it's fake. When I, was, when, I was, when I was wrestling Bruiser Brody, <laughs> oh, wow, that was yeah, All right. nothing fake say, with that guy. I would sure. say not not fake, Rick. You know what you know what I'm saying? It's, no, I'm know, kidding. Yeah. Anyway, no, I used to, hey guys, I used to walk back in the dressing room in St. Louis. Right, Brody smoked a lot. So I would say to Brody, Harley would say. Find out what Brody wants to do. Get back to me. <laughs> so I'd walk back to him. Brody be back there smoking the joint. This is back in the 80s, right? I'd go, oh, Frank, what do you got in mind tonight? Let me think about it, Ricky. Back. <laughs> it was the worst night of my life. Harley, what do you say? He's your, 
Pete Carlutate. You're going over them tonight if I have to come down to the ring. <laughs> oh, God. Harley, leave them alone. I got to work with them. It's <laughs> a different time now, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's nobody like you guys back in the day for sure. Oh, my God. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to say that Chad captured two of the most iconic back in the day, Mike Tyson and Ric Flair. I mean, let, it, let's really think about that for a second. I mean, I, I, I'm more fun at night. With, I'm more fun at night with Chad than Mike is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I'll take that. For sure. yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm taking Chad out in Chicago Saturday night. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I mean is, is I mean, people remember Mike Tyson. People remember Ric Flair. People remember the time where Thank it made God. them feel that sports were just bigger than life i mean you look at wrestling now yeah it's entertaining and they're awesome and all but it's not the same i no, to me I, personally I'll give, you, I'll, I'll give you a very current example what's 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 the biggest thing on tv right now the last two the last uh, monday and wednesday biggest uh, thing on tv monday and wednesday serena oh, oh yeah, yeah of course serena, yeah. oh yeah serena, of course look at, the ratings. look at the ratings last night serena be the number two ranked player in the world I know it she killed me in my ass. bookie. She's up the yeah. street from us. We got to get her on, Pete. <laughs> she's gonna win on Friday night too. Oh well, yeah, oh, she's amazing. Again. I remember her, seeing uh, Serena in real life and going forty-one wow. years old. Forty-one years old. Twenty-four majors. Twenty-four majors. I mean, forty-one years old. Five-year-old daughter. Who's gonna replace her? Nobody. Yeah, there's nobody. nobody and nobody waiting in that. Yeah. No, like no Chris way. Everett there. And look at the crowd last night. Tiger. I mean, everybody was there. My God, Dion Warwick was there last night. Are you kidding? Mike me? was there. What? Mike was uh, there the past few days. Yeah, Mike, I know. Mike was I there, know. and he was looking a little rough in one of those images. That you know, he looked like he was talking to himself and enjoying that mushroom a little too well. <laughs> <laughs> and I, again, it's just it, just you know, just saying it for. My producer, obviously, who wants to say this for making his life. He's an absolute crazy fan of yours. Okay. I, um, everybody again that we talked to, I don't want to fanboy this, but just saying it's just, it's, it's a real honor to have you on and to talk about cannabis with you because, um, you know, it needs to be, it needs to be brought up. You know, people need to understand that it's not just for fun, right? It actually helps you. You got oh, off absolutely. of. A prescription medication. You got off of elite, um, not elite. You got off of um, Ambien, and you got off of um, uh, uh, Benzos. Uh, help me out Ambien. here. Xanax, 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 and Ambien. Ambien. Right, Ambien and Xanax. I mean, Ambien. The the things that we hear every single day of people that are begging to get off Ambien of what it does to them and the side effects. Oh, they're they're are very addictive. Yeah, I know. Super addictive, and you don't yeah, know the I, side I, effects. And I would rec highly recommend the edibles for that, for sure. And Rick, I'm I'm glad you called out what I what I what was lucky, but that you said that we have the two greatest icons uh, as a thing. That that was all chance on both sides. And uh, I have to say, like for me, I don't. I always say this in my interviews, like, but Rick and Mike are one of my favorite two people. Um, and this is like I think what people notice about our company is that we're having fun while we're doing it. And I think that a lot of a lot of that gets lost. I think a lot of the cannabis market also appreciates that. Like when we when we did our when we do our tours, like a lot of the MSOs, like 
thank you to Rick and thank you to Mike for what you guys are doing for this industry because they're bringing back a lot of fun to the industry. And they're also showing, you know, brands, as you know, Nick, from like Purewell, like brands matter in space, but it's hard to develop brands. So seeing how we're seeing that that could be done, I think gives a lot of hope to the industry. It is, you know, it's so crazy how many people talk about how there is no real brand. Not that there's not brand loyalty, there is. It's just nobody really has a, a real story. You know, you can't go back when everybody compares to alcohol and things, you know, back in prohibition. Well, we don't, we didn't have that option. I mean, yeah. marijuana just came, I mean, marijuana has been, you know, and hemp has been around since 4000 BC. But when has it become okay to say, I smoked a joint or I use edibles or CBD or anything without being going, you did what? And we have athletes that come on and say, I wish I had it while I was playing. I, I, I use it because it helps me recover. I mean, the things that come out of their mouths that we have on interviews are just, it's mind blowing that people need to hear this because, and it, coming from someone like you, it matters. It really, really does matter. You know, that, that you're standing up and saying, look, it changed my life too. So it's just, the, it's just an amazing thing. I love what you're doing. And, and yeah, I mean, I, Mike Tyson's push out and Ric Flair's ropes. I mean, that's, <laughs> that was, that was childhood. Right. So, um, I mean, Rick, how, how, the people that you normally run with, like the celebrities and the athletes that you kind of run about, how do they look at you now for being a spokesperson or, you know, uh, so to speak, of cannabis? Oh, they, they think it's amazing. They, they go, they go, damn it, he did it again. <laughs> 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 Only this might be the biggest and best one. Here's the deal. I spent the whole afternoon looking at a boat bigger than Chad's. How about hey, that? <laughs> we have with the same broker, Jeff Shear. <laughs> oh, you did? I love Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I'm spending your money before you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> He's boat stealing too. Um, but I'd say, but I'd say guys, park, I'm going to have something five feet longer than that 48 Tierra. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> um, I'd say, what I'd say, say Rick Flair drip, and they'll have a, a slash to the point. To you, it honestly, like, <laughs> that'd be a good, we got to do the logo of the Rick Flair drip on the boat, though. It's oh, hell yeah. The logo is pretty good. Uh, oh guys, I will say one last thing. Um, you know, I think it's all about partnerships too. Like we wouldn't be able to do Rick for a drip without Verano as our partner and some of our other partners that we chose. But, uh, you know, I think it's also about protecting the legacy. Um, and so we, we pick partners. It's, you know, Columbia care. We pick with Tyson, been a phenomenal partner. Um, and Verano with Rick, like Rick flew down with them and Sammy, George, their whole team, like they love Rick. They want to, they, they believe in the brand too. So it's like finding people that are really enthused with what we're doing and that are going to put the blood, sweat and tears into making it. Um, a success and they're a big they're a big reason so um for that as well so they they really helped us and uh brought this up with um can, with, uh, can i just give it. you guys a little fyi too i never realized how many women like marijuana Rolling around in the media. If you would have known that hey, before you'd boy. be adding more comments you got drip yep <laughs> I, I, I call him. I call Chad every night with a different one to talk to him. <laughs> he wants me to tell him because he couldn't get product. He wanted me to tell him that he's going to have his product in Florida. It's on its way. <laughs> don't don't give up on nature. It's on its way. <laughs> Hands-on quality testing, right there. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, oh yeah, that's thanks fun. guys.
No, well, we Thanks do really appreciate everything that you guys have. I mean, from uh, the chairman of Nostalgia, Chad Bronstein, to, of course, the greatest wrestler of all time, thank you the guys. Nature Boy, Ric Flair. We do thank you guys for everything. And for all of our followers and supporters, please, when you guys get to check us out, uh, follow, like, share, subscribe to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, anywhere you guys listen to your podcast, and, of course, our flagship, thecannabisradio.com. If thank anybody else, much. please Chad. don't forget... I'll see you Saturday night, my brother. I'll see you, man. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We appreciate everything. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.